What up, world? You're tuned into Dance Rhetoric Podcast with Ramonica's Jam. And I have a lovely guest today, Courtney. Is it Poe? Poe. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it's her name. I've been saying Poe. I was like, make sure I get that question a lot. <laughs> like, oh my God. Make sure I'm saying it right. Yeah. How are you today? I'm really good. I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so, uh, you do a little bit of uh, a lot of things. Photographer film dance film yeah not so much (laughs) photography anymore but a lot of that film stuff (laughs) yeah basically you do more than dance um we met three years ago at galen hooks three years yeah it's been three years oh my god (laughs) what Uh, at the galen hooks artist development in new york in new york yes yes you were a young buck i was little (laughs) wow i wasn't even 20 um but i met you back then and you were just so sweet so ambitious so hungry I love that, um, and it was just a good experience, and a lot of the girls that we met, like, I still connect with still to this Me day. Me too, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so shout out to Gaylin Hooks for that. Hi, period. Right. Um, so, how are you feeling today? I feel good. Uh, I had a workout, and today's like my off day, kind of. I'm Yeah, I know. I'm so happy. There's a super cute dog here at the hey, park. Dog. I'm trying not to get distracted. It's all good. Um, part of the podcast? Hey, little man. We're at- Yes, welcome to the HP. Um, yeah, this Highland Park. It's my favorite place. Yes. I've been watching your journey via social media <laughs> since I've seen you. Um, actually, a fun fact, too, about you. You were one of the first people on my journey before I started this podcast. Yeah. Yes. yes. And then I had went to New York, and then I started all the episodes. So yes. Fun fact about that. Courtney was here while I was shooting in the gym. It's actually <laughs> funny, too, because, like, I, like, filmed her first podcast yep, thing did. for this. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, now I'm, like, being interviewed. Yeah, <laughs> it's see, so funny. But. Um, but, yeah, I've been following your journey, and you came from Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee, all the way to L.A. Mm-hmm. How did that transition go? Because I remember you were out here. Yeah. And then you, like, didn't go back or something? Yes. Like, okay. <laughs> so this is a really crazy story. So I I was dating this guy, and I was I wanted to do Dana Foglia's six-week program because I've just always wanted to work with right, her. Exactly. She's the best. And, um, yeah, I just – I was at a place in my hometown where I was just ready to, um, like, do more. I feel like I had kind of maximized everything I could do in my hometown. So – I signed up for an in- her in- uh, intensive like the last day. I waited till literally like two hours before the deadline and sent it in. Yeah, I had no intentions on getting picked. Mm-hmm. And um, I got in and yeah, I told my boyfriend at the time and he was not about it. It was just like, what are you doing? Like six weeks in California? That's ridiculous. You know, that whole thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the day I left, um, we ended up breaking up literally the day I left. And it was just like, I was already here. I was like really depressed about it, whatever. And um I just, honestly, I just woke up one morning, not kidding, like, during Dana's program, I think it was the second week, and I was like, I, I think I'm going to stay, and I, like, called my best friend back home, and I was like, I think I'm going to stay, she's like, I think you're joking, because you only have a suitcase, and, like, where are you going to go, and I was like, oh, I'll just stay with the people I was staying with during the six-week program, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to stay, like, why would I go back home to deal with that breakup when I could just, like, stay here, and I thought I was kidding, like, you know, when you say something, you're like, I'm not serious, like, you know, but, um, it's like, the second I landed, I, so Something in my gut already told me I wasn't coming back. I, I think I finally. Yeah, but also it's like that was in February, and in my hometown I was planning on moving to New York in August. So I was like, I'm totally kidding. I mean, I'm gonna go back, you know. And um, yeah, I just canceled my flight back home, and 
I remember like everyone in my hometown was like, you're being ridiculous. You literally have one suitcase. Like, what, are you going to crash on a couch? And I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, why not? You know, like, I'm like not even 21 yet. Like I should. And, um, yeah, that's literally how it happened. I just, I've been here ever since. I, I actually never moved to New York. Clearly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've been here and yeah, Dana Foglia got me to California and breaking up with my boyfriend. So weird. Wow. Yeah. Do you regret? heck no (laughs) like I like do I you know still in my heart I always feel this like these thoughts about New York but yeah I was like wow like LA literally saved me and like gave me everything I wanted because in Nashville I felt like I wasn't I was like what was I working towards I was just doing all these things like randomly but it wasn't going to get me anywhere um so yeah heck yeah I love Highland Park I love LA what have you learned from just diving in um so I'm I'm an Aries, so I'm not. Me too. Period. <laughs> um, I'm not really scared of much, honestly. But I, my biggest lesson, I hate being comfortable. Like that's my biggest fear. We're the me same too. person, me yeah. Too. Um, but I think my biggest lesson has been strategy and not talent. Like, um, okay. I've, I feel like I've been extremely strategic uh, since I've moved out here. Like I've just, I've, I'm very observant. So I don't know. I feel like for me, I've always been like okay, these are my goals, these are the people who can give me those goals, so these are the only people who need my time. And I don't know, uh, after Dana's program, it was kind of like, you know, when you first get to L.A., you're in a six-week program, you're like, cool, you know, you're not, like, having to figure out what's next, you know, but as soon as I got out of that program, you know, all my friends and the people around me were like, oh, I'm taking this class, I'm taking this class, and I never felt this um, pressure to ever take, like, six classes a week or two classes a day. I would, like, take, like, one class a week and it was always like boy boys class because he's an extension of Dana but that's also because I wanted to dance for Dana and I wanted to you know um so yeah I feel like I've just been really strategic on who I I surround myself with and who I take from so I I feel like I've taken from probably four teachers consistently and I and that's not an everyday thing because they're master instructors who can book me the big work so I like I think all the teachers in LA are talented but that's just not what I'm here for like I'm not here to take to spend all my money on taking classes like I'm here to like have work and longevity in my career so I want to like establish those relationships um by just being consistent it's like nowadays you know there's all these intensives and um like programs for thousands of dollars which like I personally am not going to spend that much on because I'm like if if that person can't give me the work I want you know or work that I know is going to be um healthy for me or like um something I can safely participate in and it's not going to cost me my dignity and things then I that's where I put my energy I don't I'm not I don't know I'm not very into the class hype the insta video you were very realistic at your age too because you know you have the people at your age pressuring to go to college oh my god like they're what am I gonna do with my life Mm -hmm. or you know maybe their parents are like well dance is not a career you can't make money but like being realistic about you know, it's hard for me, too. It's like, it's just me out here. I don't have my parents around in my life at all. So it's like, for it's, it is hard to be patient. I think that's a big thing, too. It's like uh, around me and just being on Instagram, I see all my friends at, like looking amazing in these Instagram videos for class. And I'm like, oh, like, I just don't want to do that. But I feel this crazy pressure that I need to. And I was like, I'm gonna just try it for a whole year, only taking class that are going to give me a job. I'm just going to try it for a year, see what happens. And I remember having arguments with my friends. Like They're like, you're just closed-minded. You're not training. You're not going to be first at all because you only take this one class a week. And I was like, mm, but I know something's coming from this class. Like, And it's not even just movement vocabulary. It's like the relationship. Um, 
so yeah I don't know I just feel like I'm I'm very set in my ways which is a good and bad thing um but yeah just strategy has been the big lesson so far um what has been your favorite moments living here oh wow um I think this sounds really crazy, but before I started working a lot as a dancer, I was a nanny, like I was in my hometown. And I got blessed with like the best nanny job. I was like a live-in nanny for this family. And um, the mom is like a stylist. She's like this incredible stylist. And the dad is like this really major artist and um, yeah. like does sculpting and all these things. I don't know. And I, like living with them was amazing. Their, their child is perfect. And I... I don't know why, but that was such, I feel like that was the moment in my life where I was like surrounded by two artists who were doing what they love full time. And I was like watching their kid, but I'm like going home to that every day. You know, it's like, I don't know. I feel like that really had a big impact, especially like the dad, um, just watching how dedicated he was to his craft 24 hours a day on top of being a parent, something like that. I don't know. But when I stopped working there, I was so sad and I was like, that actually was like, is the best thing that's happened to me since I've been in LA. Cause it like actually got me on my feet. Like I got a car, I got, you know, I was like free rent pretty much. You know, I actually had the time to, it was, you know, live in nanny jobs. So it was like, it was cool, but it really was like, it was the biggest blessing. So I think that was my favorite moment. Just that whole time period. Cause it was right before I started working and that's why I had to kind of transition out of that job. But that that is still to this day like the I think the best thing that's happened to me in LA because that's what put me on my feet um I think another amazing moment was um when I found out I direct booked Beyonce <laughs> yes girl I was like Ooh. it was the crazy like, you no. work. I was like oh my god no like, this is I was at I was babysitting when I found out and I was the mom was like leaving the house and I, I just it's a whole story. I can't get into too much detail, but I just got the email and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I got this job. But I didn't know it was Beyonce. I just knew it was Lion King and I was like, but it has to be, you know, I, I just didn't know. And it was, that was the best, that whole everything. It was just the best. Um, sorry. I think, um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I do want to talk about you did the gun violence. Like you really have your own vision. Thanks. And I love that. Talk about creating that. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know I've been making dance films since I was 18 I did it in my hometown and um, I wanted to do it as soon as I moved here so badly but there's always that pressure of when you move to LA you can't do anything you're just supposed to take class like you don't have the right you haven't earned your stripes so you know Jaquel did that March Madness challenge and I was like okay you know what this is an excuse to put out work without you know teachers being mad at me for being you know trying to teach too early or something yeah, I put that video out and it, it went good and I made it to round two. And so I was like, okay, so is this permission for me to bring back conceptual work even though I just moved here like exactly a year ago at that point? So I did like the, the little baby concept and that one like blew up and I was like, okay, so this is working. Like this is working more than anything I've done over the last year. So I'm gonna just keep making work. So then I made that orange film, which was, um, it was like a heels piece and that was great until people were like, oh my gosh, she's a heels teacher. She's a heels choreographer. I was like, ooh, no, <laughs> not at all. I do ne I never want to be put in a box. So I, I was like, okay, well, I want to choreograph a piece that's going to be more than just quality movement and beautiful women, you know? So I was like really annoyed at the whole gun control thing. I was at this Louis Vuitton exhibit, uh, Virgil's art show. It's called Coming of Age. And it was just like this big room filled with like all these pictures that um, people in his creative team like create. And I saw these pictures of the kids in school. This is before any of the recent shootings had happened. At this point, there was no school shootings in about like six months. I think it had been like six or seven months. 
and I was just looking at the pictures. I was there for so long, and I went by myself, and I was like, okay, how is a major brand promoting school and not using it to like um like bring awareness to what's happening in school like i loved the visual concept of it but i was like i think if like major brands understood the power they had then laws would change quicker so i was like okay so i love louis vuitton i love off-white i love virgil abloh and i also care about kids in school like what if i just did the work for off-white and louis vuitton and i just took their campaign and made it about gun control and then if they saw it it's like the work's already done for them you know so I, I took the pictures and I literally just put them, that's the only inspiration from it is the visual, is exactly what the Louis Vuitton campaign looks like. Um, and I just choreographed it and I choreographed it really loosely. I feel like my film before that was really like, I was real hardcore on choreography. I was just really intense on it. And this that one, I just like let full control go. I was like, I'm just gonna do what I can maybe in the moment do some things and I was not expecting the response it got at all like I we put it out and I was like all right well you know whatever because I, I feel like when I put out a video I don't really go back to look at the views or comments I'm just kind of like it's out there and I'm very happy about like what me and my friends made but it blew up and I was like wow like this is what's missing in dance this is why people feel so empty because the work they're doing isn't it doesn't matter and so yeah yeah, it meant so much to me, and I felt like people, like, I got my friends to start getting notifications on their phone about gun gun laws, you know, and, like, now my friends, like, anytime I post something on my story about gun violence, like, I have people actually signing up for these websites, and I'm like, it's so crazy how I make one video, and, like, it's impacted people, like, want to do something about gun laws right. based off dance. And but that's how powerful dance is, and I think mm -hmm. we forget, like our human body like oh, what yeah, we can do like is. the real human connections totally. besides talking um actually making a movement with it um, because i feel like people understand dancing more than okay you just see someone talking we see yes. the news all, all day long day, yeah everyone sounds the same but then when you like take a moment to like see it visualize mm -hmm. it like you can't help but to feel that exactly yeah and i just i also feel like people are so you know no one wants to watch full class videos anymore on instagram so i'm like what can be tangible for my audience what's intriguing enough and like how do i make people want to look at a nine minute film you know what i mean it's like it can't just be a dance film in a random location it's got to be strategic again i have to like it has to be promoted correctly it has to be like people are interested not just like new class video coming out at seven because everyone's kind of like okay but if you're like piece by piece i don't know and then you drop a few teasers. I don't know. It's just certain things can pull your audience. If you're doing it for the right reasons, yeah, it can make. Yeah, you want to make your audience feel like they are a part of it. Exactly. Too. Yes. I think when they see uh, video, because someone asked me the other day, they're like, "Yeah, I want to go take a dance class, but man, I see all those videos on Instagram, and I can't do that. I can't." Oh uh, yes. And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Mm -hmm. I was like, "Do you know how there's so many classes where you can go take a beginner's class, or mm -hmm. maybe like a real beginner's class?" And yeah. like, I was like, "That's not what dance is all about." Yeah. So I'm like, I think a lot of people who aren't in the dance industry or they look at dance yeah. like that and I'm like no, and they're like, scared of it so much more yeah it's like that, that there is to it totally and I feel like it's, dance is not freedom anymore it's not as free as it used to be you know it's like anyone could go take dance and also yeah. like I'm big on studying the OGs, and I'm like, dance class, was, I'm sorry, was not a thing with the OGs. You're like, you can dance, okay, cool, here's a job. It's not like, let's go take so-and-so's class and, like, get on a video. That's that's never how it was. I'm like, so I just I just follow what the OGs were doing. And, oh, and you know what? That is so dope about you. Yeah. Like, you really respect, like, the people who paved the way. 100%. Because it's like, it's backwards now. It's like, the people who paved the way are, like, teaching 
beginner's class? Yes. When they should be ta- teaching master class? Yes. Oh, and my. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? But I think it's because of the industry and how it's changing with mm-hmm. social media and, like, the algorithms of, like, how things are working now. So yeah. it's a lot at fault with it. Um, but I do think it is our responsibility as dance advocates, dan- dancers, mm-hmm. to, like, really knowing our worth. And I feel like you, at a young age, picking it up really Thanks. quickly. Thanks. Girl. Don't give up. <laughs> no, I won't. You know, honestly, like, recently I took a class from an OG, and this choreographer, work out of the wazoo. Like, there's always work coming to this choreographer. And they put that they were teaching a master class, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, even another master teacher I was taking from was like, everyone needs to be in this class tomorrow, you know? So I'm thinking it's about to be packed because one there was a major award show coming up that he was doing I'm like you know me being strategic I'm like there's gonna be an award show music videos for the certain artist he works for which is like consistent I'm like it's about to be a packed class I was running five minutes late to class right I'm like oh my god it's gonna be so packed there's gonna be nowhere to park at west coast I walk in there's seven students I was so embarrassed I was like what and and I'm like there's no reason this instructor should ever feel like no because I'm like Wow, but it's fine because guess what? After we all got the job, we all we all got the job. So I was like, I was like, and, and they said that in class. They were like, you know what? Like I'm so happy this group came because it just makes it easier for casting for me. And I'm like, strategy. People lack strategy. I'm like, why would you not? Also, like, just to be around someone who's been in the industry this long, like, you, people are like, I want the newest teacher, and I'm like, but they're still learning. Just like yeah. I'm still learning. I can choreograph all day long, but. I don't, I don't know anything that master instructor is going to share. So I just, my hope is that people just, like, do their research on, like, 10 years ago. Because yeah, those people you, are still working. It really is up to the dancer. Totally, right? yeah. I, I can relate to what you just said, because when I came out here before I moved, mm-hmm. I went to, uh, Demita Joe Freeman had an uh, event with all the Soul Train dancers. The Soul Train dancers mm-hmm. and American Bandstand. And I'm thinking, like, oh, let me get there early. Yeah. Like, I went there. I was the only young person. <gasps> there. No. Everybody was, like, 65 years old. And they're all sharing their moments with each other. But I was kind of glad that I was the only yes. young person there. Because I got to connect. And I was like, I am literally in history. Like, yes. Like, I'm touching history. Like, yes. people are on Soul Train. And like, they love when, like, young yes. people come in because they're like, wow, you still care. Let me share with you the and culture. That's exactly what they said to me. Yes. And I'm like, why is it? I was so blown away. I was like, why is anybody here? And then it, like, makes you almost feel embarrassed for your generation. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is trash. No wonder yeah. they hate millennials, you know? Because, yeah. like, the entitlement of, like, yeah. I don't need to be in there. You know, I need an Instagram video. And I'm like, yeah. how dare you? Like, dance is an intelligence. Debbie Allen. I mean, she has a whole studio here in California, Mm -hmm. but people still want to pay $30 for someone who started teaching three months ago. What's happening? Like, I'm like, and uh, it's just, yeah, so my heart breaks, but I'm, I'm hoping for my friends, they can just, and people around me are younger than me are like, okay, well, Courtney's not doing that, but Courtney's doing this, you know, and they can feel like, oh, I can follow that. I don't know. I want to work a new path in I for my see it. thanks I see it. I'm like, Yo, she's not she's not on the hype thank she's you she's booking her gig you oh know? i'm sure there's you know trials and tribulations a lot a lot a lot a lot but it's like, <laughs> she's doing it you and your style you look like courtney that means a lot because my do. look took a long time how did you get that together oh my god i my friends can vouch for this so last year i got signed i was with um uh, in my old agency go-to I love them 
and they were like, let's try like some new hair. And I, I actually was working at this wig store. I still work there. I still work there. Like no flex. Like I still got to make money. Oh, come through Mondays. I'm there. Um, and I was working at this wig store and I just remember trying on all this hair and like, I was so stuck on straight hair. Like one of my coworkers called me out and was like, why don't you try some curly hair? And I was like, cause I don't look good in curly hair. And she was like, how do you don't, how do you not look good in something that it comes from you? Like, how do you not look good? And I, I got mad cause I was like, wow, you're being racist to me. Like I got so mad, but I put on curly hair and I was like, wow. Like, I think I was, I was like, okay, this could be cute. And so I tried that for a minute and then I kept getting, oh, you know, your vibe is good, but you look too young. So I was just like, you know, I'm not going to listen to anybody else because I was taking everyone's advice at that point for hair. And my hair changed probably eight times from, like, May to September of 2018. It was like I was a new new girl every week. Like, you know, so anyway, so I finally just put on this curly hair. And I was like, I just hate doing my baby hairs when I wear, like, extensions. So I'm going to cut a front bang. And I, I was like, oh, I'll wear this for one week. I'll go back to that other hair. And now everyone's like, oh, my God, keep this. Don't move it. Don't, <laughs> don't change that look. You found it. That's it. <laughs> and I was like, I, I used to feel so uncomfortable because, you know, I, I want to wear my hair. But this industry, you know how it is. Yeah. Like, I, I have many opportunities to wear my hair. Like, the Beyonce job, I could wear my hair. Right. But it's like, my look is so stuck to that bang and curly hair. And it's like, with that, I just, I don't know. I love clothing and living with a stylist, you know. I just, like. She looks so cool. She's, like, in her 30s and, like, it's swagged out like a 20-year-old. I'm like, yeah, I want to look like her. So I just, I'm big on inspiration to, like, my outfits and things. I feel like she's a big source of it. Her name is Juna. She's the best. Juna Bell on Instagram. She's, like, a legend. But I just, I steal, like, outfit ideas from her. Or, like, I would watch her on set styling people. Also, like, I love the 80s. I love the 80s and the 90s. Yes. So I feel like I just like will like watch old music videos and I'll like copy their outfits or their style and like that's yeah. That's a bit about my vibe. Your style of dancing too. You don't look like anybody. You look like Oh, that's so that's so sweet. Like your little socks and your heels. Oh, I I thought it was funny. Like I I have no when it comes to my look, I've had no intention on anything. It's all been really funny. Like the socks, I just wore it because my heels were stretched out. That first class, the yeah. Sandy video. I was like, oh, my heels are stretched out, so now I'm about to look bummy wearing these <laughs> thick socks. But everyone was like, oh, that's so cute. And now I see girls in class with pumps and socks. And I'm like, Girl, wait, I did that. Yeah. Like a sock company? <laughs> that means so much. You're really utilizing your uh, technique. Thanks. Where, what inspires your um, I'm not even gonna stunt. I love Dana Foglia and yeah. Boy Boy. Like I like I've I went to art school my, like um, for a long time, and I just feel like like that helped. I was never like the ballet kid though. Like I mean, like I did ballet. I did a lot of ballet, but I wasn't like the star in ballet class. But I know technique, and so I was just obsessed with Dana because I'm like her work is commercial and conservatory together, and so I'm so inspired by how she moves. I feel like, um, but also like electronic music or like uh juxtaposing music with technique so like panda like yeah. by designer with like yeah. a technical heels piece i think it's yeah. so i just think it's funny so thanks yeah i just like like mixing things up and putting things that don't belong together because it that also inspires me i feel like it's nothing really physical that ever inspires me it's usually like photography dana and music you know. Yeah, it's so dope to continue. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Inspiring you, like, continue that because you're just, like, in your own little world. 
thing. Like, girl, keep it. Stop, that's keep so nice. No. <laughs> girl, yeah. What is something that you want people to know about you that you think that they don't know about you or they miss, miss maybe might be misinformed about you? Oh, yeah. Wow, I have a few things. Um, <laughs> Let me think. I feel like I'm extremely energetic. Like, um, especially... Yes, I am. But I like um, I think my biggest lesson this year has been my mental health. Um, Just being very real. Like I'm extremely energetic, but I struggle really badly with anxiety and depression, like really bad. Um, And so that wavers, you know, most artists do. But just uh, I think recognizing that this year. So it's it's really hard for me when I notice people come around me for my energy. And I don't always have that energy to give. Like, you know, when I'm choreographing with my friends or like for my new films, for example, I'm in there, I'm like energetic, I'm super hyped, but then, you know, like I had one rehearsal this weekend with the girls, I was like on fire, I was like, woo, it's going good, and then the boys rehearsal, it's just like my anxiety hit me, and it's like I don't translate my energy as well, and I feel like I've have people gravitate to me because of my energy, so um, I just wish people didn't expect me to be so bubbly all the time, because I am still a person, and I'm, I love, be, I'm, I love being happy, but I'm human, and yeah, you're human, and you have, do you feel like you've set more boundaries now um, with this transition, and like, Yeah, I think I'm still working on the boundaries thing for sure because I'm young and I don't ever want to miss out on any opportunity, but I think it's saved me a lot of depression by setting boundaries and like being allowing myself to say no. Um, so yeah, I think that's my big thing is like I'm energetic and I'm fun, but not all the time and yeah. I wish that... Yeah, I just feel like people get rubbed the wrong way sometimes when one day I'm like, hey, and the next day I'm like, like, hi, how are you? And they're like, oh, like, well, like what's wrong? I'm like, nothing, I'm just tired, you know? And so, yeah, I guess that's one thing. Um, Another thing, I don't know, I just hope that my art always shows who I am or, like, I'm always, like, I want people, how they see me on social media to be the exact person they meet in person. So I, I just hope, that's one thing I hope people get from me um, and kindness. You're so, like, giving genuine yeah very genuine yeah I have the right people around me now but that is one thing I think in LA people are not nice and so when someone's nice they think you're either you know trying to suck up or like you're trying to there's an advantage I'm like there's no advantage to this except for like I was raised to be a good person and I good things happen to me because I'm good to people and so I don't know I feel like that's misinterpreted sometimes as like Oh, you know, like I've had someone tell me this. I was so insecure about this for a week, but I had someone tell me they were like, oh, like you're working so much. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And they were like, yeah, it's just because you're nice. You know, people, people like you, you know, and I was like, oh, so I'm not a good dancer. Like, and it messed with me all week. I was like, oh, no. So now I'm too nice. Like, I'm only working because I'm nice. And then it's like, no, Courtney, you're not, you know, thank you, which is, is, I know they meant nothing by it. I was just like, oh, darn. Like, did I, am I like actually like is that what's getting me this far and I had to be like no Courtney like you're that's not true you have to you know the mind game LA does that but I think that's it I just hope people know that I am who I am I'm not really scared of anything and I like to say things yeah it's gotten me into some funny situations <laughs> but I really do have the best intentions with everything I do even even if it's controversial I'm like that's a good thing because we're talking about yeah. it so yeah. So I always have an affirmation word. Yes. And so I was thinking of one for you, and it's passion. I love. How passion, passionate, however that mm-hmm. applies to you right now in your life. I think I'm learning about what my real passion is, not what people are telling me my passion should be. 
Um, and my passion is not really to be a professional dancer, which is amazing. Like, I'm having so much fun right now, but I know, like, I'm meant to, like, do more. So I'm just trying to follow that voice. And in California, it's yeah. really – and Instagram, <laughs> it's like I'm just trying to stay in tune with, like, what my – like eternal passion is not like my passion right now I think my passion at the moment is just to make really meaningful art with people who I love and care about and people who feel the same way um and talk to people who don't feel the same way and learn from them so I don't know I'm just passionate about my work right now and I feel better than ever about like having a community of people and my filmmaker Brandon who we work so closely together now I'm just thankful that my passion has gotten given me the life I wanted like yeah I don't know that was kind of corny but (laughs) yeah that's real you know yeah that's a really beautiful place to be in yeah I feel like I'm so young but I'm like oh what's next if this was 22 like geez what is gonna be no you have so much time I know it's like it It stresses me out I'm like if this year was good what if next year (laughs) yeah I know if I can go back to your age child yeah that's the challenge right yeah, now is like how do I be a 22 year old it's like I got the <laughs> dance part but it's like okay so like how do I be a person and like how do I have like a social life I don't know that's the that's the challenge yeah. not the dancing really it's and I think too, yeah. it's important um taking a break too sometimes <laughs> you know go to the beach Go on a vacation. Yeah, and it's okay to do uh, that. Take like, a break from life. Totally. Don't <laughs> punish yourself. So that you can create some art from living your life. Yeah. Big you lesson. Because, you know, when you, we're, we're out here grinding. We're like, no breaks. Yeah, no, that's toxic. I can, I can feel that energy being in L.A. It's like everybody's in ground, you know, grind, 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 mm-hmm. chase, chase, chase mode. And sometimes you got to relax. Like, yeah. Your mental health is so much way more important. Oh, so I'm glad that yes. you talked about mental health because a lot of people are just suffering in silence. Yeah, and I mean, like, therapy was something I was like, I, I, I'm i still dealing with that because I run away from my therapist. <laughs> I've been to therapy like two weeks, and I'm like, no, I really, that's it. It's a, so it's like, I, but that is the best thing I think I did for myself this year. Even though I haven't been consistent, I will be in 2020. But I think that was the best thing to just acknowledge that, like, I am having a hard time, and there's someone out there who gets paid to listen to me. I should do that because I have Medi-Cal, so it's not like I'm paying. <laughs> Let me use it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think it's so important, especially for us as artists, and our minds are not the normal, typical, wired way. We see things in such depth. That is going to bring a lot of emotional things, and a lot of things are going to come up. And the older I get, the more things come up. So I'm like, let's nip this in the bud now so when I have a family, I don't – you know put that on to them and i'm yeah so i'm just so mindful forward thinking very forward thinking Um, yeah any like last advice that you would like to give people your age because you were 19 when you came out here yeah oh i was 20 20. i'm 22 Mm -hmm. any advice for someone who's gonna dive in like you did oh (laughs) (laughs) my god i feel like my life has been like finesse um not like finesse in like a manipulative way but like you just kind of don't do everything, but know you're capable of doing a lot. So, like, I didn't know anything about hair. I got hired at a wig store. <laughs> I don't know it, but I'm going to learn a lot about it. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, I, I do hair, you yeah. know? And then I just feel like we're too young to be scared of anything. 
Like if, if my gut tells me to do something, I don't wait. I do it right away. No matter how much money I have in my account, I, there's always there's always a way. So like, I don't know. I just don't be scared. Don't be scared of anything because I'm not scared. And that's, I feel like, why my life has become so beautiful because I'm not scared of anything. If you're kind, you'll attract kind people too. Yeah. Sprinkling, sprinkling all the kindness. All I the want to kind. thank you so much for doing this interview with me. Thanks. Um, sharing your light, sharing your truth, and I wish you all the best. Um, I know you're going to do out some great, great things. I'm I hope. Like, <laughs> like, oh, look at her, look at her now. Like, you're on a journey. Yeah. You're, it's like you're this little warrior. <laughs> I know, a little tiny. <laughs> this little tiny warrior, like, oh, Well, that's encouraging. <laughs> I hope. I'm scared. As, I mean, I'm like, I'm not scared, but I'm like, oh, what's next? That's yeah. the scary part. Yeah, what's next? Thank y'all for tuning in to Dance Rhetoric Podcast. Love, peace, and blessings.